Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. lovely rendition of the theme song well done thanks yeah i just learned it aside of uh her many talents sam also plays the flute oh yeah sam (laughs) welcome to the show and to the listeners welcome to nebraska beer 30 another episode here we are again i'm your host grady mcguire and i'm sitting here today with miss sam carnes what's up sam not much just Mm -hmm. do my first podcast right on welcome (laughs) to the podcast thanks i'm uh it's it's an honor that uh, this is your first Yes. I, well, that sounded weird. Um, it's an <laughs> honor that we get to be your first, is, yes. is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's an honor for you to be on the podcast. Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. I'm selected. Sam here uh, operates and runs the Coffee Roaster right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, in, my, on, in my opinion, the best coffee in town. Thanks. I love it. <laughs> I'm a little biased, too. But. Yes, yeah, you are, but you do a great job. Well, thank you. Um, Today, we are sipping on um, Glacial Till Cider. Sam is not a huge beer person, so we decided to go with a little cider today. Glacial Till Cider is made in um, near Palmyra, Nebraska. Um, This is kind of a cool story. Glacial Till won a gold medal in the U.S. Open Cider Championship uh, this year, which is huge for them. Sounds like a tennis thing. It does. Yeah, the U.S. Open. Open. (laughs) You have to drink cider and play tennis. It's a big that tennis could get tournament. Interesting, yeah, sure. <laughs> it would. Yeah, it would. Um, they they won gold for their hibiscus ginger cider, which we're sipping on the original today. Oh gee. Oh gee. Cheers, cheers Sam. Yeah. Cheers. What's going on today? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, I just learned how to play the flute version of your theme song. That was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, before we started this, Sam was. She had played the flutes, played the theme song on the flute, but she also plays the oboe yes. as well. So and she the just bass. played it on the oboe and the bass. Yeah. We should have had, oh my gosh, <laughs> we should have had you play all the instruments Maybe later during this podcast. Maybe we, yeah. we could do some, some extras. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, where, uh, where are you from? Are you from here in Nebraska? I am. I'm from Lincoln. Yep. Born, Born and raised. raised. Yes. Right on. Awesome. Yep. Went to Southeast. Right Southeast High. Over there. No one knows where we are. So. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere over there. Yeah. <laughs> We could point any direction, and it would work. Where did um, so the coffee roaster? Um, your, I'm giving a little backstory, I guess. Uh, the coffee roaster was ran or run mm-hmm. by your father yes. for a long time. Um, so you grew up around coffee and the coffee roaster. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like? Um, it was interesting. You know, I was kind of a little salesperson as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't know if you're familiar with the American Girl magazine, but they always had uh-uh. little crafts in there. And my friend Sydney and I would make, you know, dog treats and like plants with painted pots and stuff. And I just like selling stuff. So it was really fun to see my dad selling coffee, even though I didn't like coffee until like college, really. But Oh, really? I liked like frappuccinos and things like that. Yeah, yeah. That's trademarked by Starbucks, so I don't know if we can keep that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep it out. Yes, we'll bleep it out. Okay. Beep. Is um, are you just a straight black coffee drinker now? Now I am. Yes. You are. I like nice. iced coffee too with some cream, but that's very cool. Very simple. What but. What are some of the favorite um, blends that you guys have at the at the roaster, or favorite beans? Beans. Favorite My roasts? favorite is the Brazil. Or the Bradzill, as Brad Nordell would like to have it. Nice. Called. We've had Brad on the show. <laughs> yes, yep. yes. Our physicist buddy. Um, that one's really popular. Our Ethiopia is really good if you like those bright, fruity notes. Um, mm-hmm. Then the Sumatra is probably the most popular dark roast. So, And we have one called the Blast Off Blend, which is new, and it has um, Robusta coffee in it, which is a little bit lower quality, but it has a lot more caffeine. So. If you oh, really cool. need to blast off in the morning. That's that's my favorite type of coffee. <laughs> yes. That gets you going. Yeah. Sometimes too much, it's like yeah. jittery. After, Jittery's. But anyway. That's all right. That's my favorite state to be in. Though. Yes. <laughs> what When you were growing up, did the coffee industry interest you at all? Did you look at your dad and say, oh my gosh, I, I want to do this in the future? Yes. I knew I wanted to mm-hmm. take it over one day, but honestly, it happened a little sooner than I thought. But anyway, uh-huh. backstory to when I was like five working at the counter. It was just a good way to like learn life lessons, like how to give uh-huh. change and you know things they don't teach you in school that they yep. should. Customer service. Yes, I remember a lady, um, like got really mad at me. I was probably in like second grade, but she gave me, let's say the total was sixteen twenty-five, and she gave me twenty dollars and twenty-five cents, and that really threw me off because I didn't know that she just wanted like dollars back yep. instead of change. Oh, yeah. And I just remember her being so mean. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I learned, you know, customer service at a young age. But yep, you were kind of thrown in the deep yeah, end. Yeah, yes, yes. And I liked labeling the bags and doing all that type of stuff. It was really fun. Uh-huh. So, and my mom is also an entrepreneur too. She owned um, a an interior design place, and it was like two doors down. So I would just walk between oh, cool. the two stores, and yep. I was kind of an entrepreneur from a young age because I didn't know that like other people worked for other people. So that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great way to yes. come up. Yeah. And very, I just, I like working. I've always had like a lot of jobs, like done a lot of weird things. I was a framer at Hobby Lobby and, uh-huh. um, my first real job was at the snack bar at the Knolls, like at the pool. Oh yeah. Serving <laughs> all the little children, <laughs> yeah. their, their puppy chow and things like that. But Anyway, outside of the derailed. outside of the roaster, what what has been your favorite job leading up to the roaster? Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, I Nose. probably had the most fun at the jewelry store that I worked at in town because I had oh, like cool. two really good friends that worked there too. So, uh-huh. and I learned a lot about gems and selling and things like that. So. Yeah, that's that's such a whole that's a whole world. Yeah, I, uh, we uh, my fiance and I, fiance <laughs> mm-hmm. called her girlfriend. In one of the last podcasts, <laughs> got got me in a little bit of trouble. Um, when we when I went to go get her ring, I, I found out I didn't realize. I thought I would just go in and um, I'd see a ring and go, "Oh, that's the one I want." But there's so much that goes into there is so much. rings, diamonds, how they're made. You, know, you what can customize them. It's like too much, I think. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's I didn't wear my rings. I am married, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not very good at jewelry, which is ironic. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. It was more just like the selling and just the learning kind of how to run a business. Because when I took over the coffee roaster, when my dad retired um, and I decided I wanted to buy the business, he mm-hmm. 
Um, well, I needed a job still to like make money. So I worked at the jewelry store while the coffee roaster was like my business at the same time, which is kind of a weird transition, but uh-huh. I think that's a question later anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, you read my questions. Nice. Yes. When, uh, yes. I do my homework. <laughs> when, uh, when was the coffee roaster founded? When did um, your dad start it? I think it was officially 1995. 95. He started cool. in our basement, um, my parents' oh, basement. No and, um, I think at first he was having... This guy in Iowa City roasts the coffee for him, and he would sell it in Lincoln because he he didn't think he could find a good cup of coffee in Lincoln. So he set out to Corvallis, Oregon, to learn how to air roast from mm. Mike Sivitz. Um, so it was the only air roaster in Lincoln and something unique to bring back. He's kind of an eccentric guy, too, so it's not really surprising uh-huh. that he yeah. did something like that. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, oh, I forgot good. too. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we well, were talking about when it was when it was. Oh founded. yes. Okay. Yeah. So then I think uh-huh. it was about ninety seven that he opened in the Trade Center uh-huh. and was there until two thousand nine, and then that's when they moved to where we're at now on Fiftieth nice. and Old Cheney. Fiftieth and Old Cheney. Mm-hmm. To be specific, fifty twenty two Old Cheney Road. Sweet three. Yeah. Yes. I do. <laughs> Sweet three. I forgot that part. Yeah. I'm glad you're here to mention that. Yes. <laughs> you mentioned um, being an air roastery. Mm-hmm. That's something that makes you guys really unique. Yeah. Um, cause I've come to find, um, of course your husband, Vince yes. roast is the, roasts roast. the coffee, roast is the coffee. He roasts Can you the tell coffee. I've had a few interviews before this? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. a, a couple, I have no excuse for my blunders. But. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's neat talking to Vince because he roasts all the coffee, mm-hmm. um, at the roaster. And it, it's so the difference between, um, roasting coffee in a kiln, like most people do, mm-hmm. Um, I've never so, heard it called a kiln, but maybe is it, it is. is it a kiln? Maybe Vince, well, like a Vince, um, Vince drum cylinder roaster. Drum, there yes. you go. Yeah, <laughs> and then the way the way you guys roast mm-hmm. air roasting is so cool, so unique. Yeah, I love watching the machine run. Yes, it's very loud. Mm-hmm. So not very much coffee is roasted. Is that the right grammar? I think so. Uh-huh. <laughs> roasted <Yeah. laughs> in an air air roasters. Um, usually uh-huh. it's a drum cylinder or something. Interest, different, <laughs> interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, so it's like a tumbler type thing, and uh-huh. it's just a different way of applying heat to the bean with the air roaster. So there's a fluid bed of heat, air, it flows like this. So the beans are always moving, and they're never touching a surface hotter than themselves. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it just gives it a cleaner, cleaner finish. And um, our machine sucks off like the outer shell of the bean, so it doesn't get like burned back on in the process. So that's where you get the oh, really. Nice. Clean finish with the not so bitter aftertaste. That's awesome. I know. I know. I've had plenty of coffees before from other roasteries that do taste a little too burnt. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like you mentioned, I never get that that really burnt taste from your coffee. That's good. Which I'm sipping on right now. By the oh way. yes. Which Which one is this? The you El- are drinking the El Salvador, El which Salvador. is another new one. We just got kind of a small lot of that in. It's It's pretty tasty. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah, it is very tasty. My favorite is the. Uh, three bean indio. Oh yes, that's that a good is blend. my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yep, nice and uh, nice and smooth, mm-hmm. roasty. Very it's dark. Yes, very dark. Very dark. Just how I like my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you take over the coffee roaster? About um, what year? October of 2014. Oh, cool. So it'll be five years this year, which is five pretty years. exciting. And you guys have done such a great job. After you took the coffee roaster over, you sort of rebranded, mm-hmm. um, and. I love what you guys have done through the rebrand. Your social media is on point. Yeah, Vince on, has been on working fleek, on that. He's really, well, I mean, he's the producer of this too. One of the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, he does the videos that are with the fun little, it sounds like BuzzFeed or something. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The midweek shout out. Um, 
And what else have we done? What were you asking? What, um, <laughs> who, who came up with, so your logo. Oh, um, yeah. Of course, Air Roastery. There's mm-hmm. a hot air balloon. Who came up with, with that idea, having the, an air balloon? It was kind of a collaborative thing, but Eric Niffler um, did our logo back in, I think, the end of 2014. Because uh-huh. I wish I had pictures of our old logo, but it was just black and white and very 90s. It was, you know, worked for what it was, but we brought it into uh-huh. the 21st century. My dad has never used a computer still to this day, so um, we really, you know, made a website and all these things that he had never done, but it needed to happen. So yep. and now we sell online, too. What was, after taking it over, what was the biggest challenge for you guys running a a business kind of getting all the customers on board you know we have a lot of older clientele just because they started with my dad and Mm -hmm. um they keep coming which is awesome and we're lucky that we had a built-in base when we started but just making some changes people are kind of resistant to change but also Mm -hmm. a lot of people are really happy about you know now we do punch cards and have a website where you can like look up what we're selling and things like that. For me personally, it was hard because I was working at the jewelry store for the first like six months just to, you know, make sure we had enough money to eat. <laughs> yep, like yeah. Make sure you keep roof over your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause Vince was working there full time roasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of a challenge, kind of a disconnect working two places at once, but yeah. And the coffee roaster is very much a, a small business. How mm-hmm. many people do you in, employ? Um, it's just roaster. Vince, Gail, and I. So just three oh, that's of us. Awesome. Yeah, very, very small. Cool. Yeah, and it's run <laughs> it's extremely like a well. Business. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, your customer service is fantastic. And you can also, I found this out. You can order coffee through your website, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a subscription service and just uh-huh. ordering, you know, once, one at a time or whatever. Nice, very yeah. cool. I wish more people in town did that. More, yes, more yes. local businesses mm-hmm. did something like that. Where does where does your coffee come from? Where do your beans come from? All over the world. So we have an importer out of Kansas City that we've really built a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come from Kenya, Indonesia, South America, Central oh, America. So all over, really. Awesome. Anywhere what? coffee grows, which is in the bean belt, we call it, which is between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn. Oh, right on. Yeah. Is there a bean belt buckle, <laughs> by chance? Is there a, is there a hub? <laughs> Where it all comes yeah, together. Well, it all started in Ethiopia, which I guess you could make that the middle somehow. The middle. But, yeah. We'll call Ethiopia the, the uh, bean belt buckle. Yes. That's how I'm going to set thing. Mike a little closer to Sam. Um, what, what do you think your favorite beans are? What's your favorite region? To, um, I really like South from? American or Central American coffee. Mm-hmm. Just kind of that nutty, chocolatey. I appreciate fruity coffee, but it's just not my favorite. So I hear you. Yeah. I was, I was talking to Vince a little bit. Um, and he was describing how on the coasts people like their coffee a little fruity, light, yeah, yeah, so not, <laughs> Very light not as roasted. Mm-hmm. But here in the here in the Midwest, in Nebraska, like dark. Yep, mm-hmm. like it dark. Yep, very dark. Those medium to well, yeah, dark. Like our our light roast is not technically super light. You know, uh-huh. it's, people would, some people would like us to do lighter, but just our main customer base doesn't appreciate that. So yep, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I, you know, the way I look at it is people, people who drink coffee now grew up with, you know, just uh, the the old name brand stuff you bought mm-hmm. in a big tin can. Yeah. So they're used to the big, roasty, coffee that their dark, grandpa. Dark and stale. Yeah, yeah, dark and <laughs> dark and yeah. stale. Um, what's your best seller at the coffee roaster? Um, what flies out of the door? Fly probably. Honestly, what we guide people towards. So I sell a lot of Brazil, um, mm-hmm. and if they like dark roast, I think the Sumatra does really well. Yeah, and the Three Bean India has been a popular one. Nice. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one 
blows my socks off. Yeah. <laughs> if that's <laughs> a term. your mind. Just made that up. Yeah, someone just used that for espresso, and they said it was really good, too. We have an espresso blend that's Brazil-based, so oh, very cool. um, someone tried the three-bean Indio that way, and it was really good. What is espresso, by the way? Espresso I hear people is, say it yeah, all the time. It's nothing more than just a blend of coffee that does well in a, an espresso machine, which is like, you know, pressurized water through a very small, finely ground puck of coffee. Uh-huh. So finely it's ground whatever puck you, of you can put anything in there, really, but some people get stuck on it. It has to be an espresso blend, but it doesn't. I see. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Finely ground puck of coffee. Puck. Puck yes. of coffee. <laughs> you could slap it around the ice yes. if you want to. It'd probably disintegrate, but yeah. <laughs> it'd be a mess. What, is it, what do you think your favorite part about owning the coffee roaster is? Oh, that's hard. Yeah, it's just lot. fun seeing all the, the changes come to light and um, thinking of new things. Vince is definitely good at like pushing us forward in certain directions, and mm-hmm. it's fun to figure out the logistics of that. And um, We're going to start doing more fundraisers, which... Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Yes, yes. So... Um, we were going to like start serving coffee drinks and we decided to better serve the community doing fundraisers would make more sense. So it's basically like Girl Scout cookies, which, you know, I always uh-huh. liked selling as a kid. Who <laughs> so, doesn't like Girl Scout right? cookies? Yeah. Um, so you would just, um, the, co- the organization will contact us and we'll make them a form and their kids or adults, I guess, for that matter too, can go out and collect orders. Mm-hmm. We, um, collect them all, roast it fresh and then they can disperse it. So, mm-hmm. and then they get 40% of the proceeds. So they sell awesome. a $15 bag for 40% of the proceeds, which is $6 a bag. So That's it's pretty good. Yeah, and it's our way to kind of help different organizations around the community. Very cool. I'll do that part-time for you. Okay. Shoot, I'll All right. sell. Yeah, yeah. you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go sling coffee for you. Yes. I've noticed through your social media, you guys do a lot of, you do a lot with the community. One thing you do, which is really neat, are your first Friday events. Oh, yes. Could you speak on, on some of those? What are, yeah. what are some people you've had in oh, gosh. for First Friday? We haven't had one in a couple months, but we've had mm-hmm. Wendy Bantam on there. for That was a fun Valentine's Day one. We did a couple Valentine's Days mm-hmm. ago. Um, Ashley and Derek came and played one time over with some art on the wall. So that was one time we had live music there. Nice. I'm kind of blanking, honestly. Oh, Jeff yeah. Iwanski. He did... He also shout out to his artwork. Oh yeah, oh, that's <laughs> he had it. a great show. Yeah, that's and cool. His I didn't wife know that. Deb had one too. So nice. Yeah, he does. A, he does really good work. Yeah, Jeff's the man. He's one heck he of is. a songwriter too. Yes, he's maybe amazing. we might have to get Jeff on the. Oh podcast. for sure. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. <laughs> we'll tag him when we yeah. release this. Come on, Jeff. Get in here. <laughs> get in there. The coffee roaster. I love the setup of the coffee roaster. By the way, the atmosphere is really nice. Who came up with the the setup for the atmosphere? Well, it's constantly changing, but my uh-huh. mom is an interior designer, and she um, is really good at helping us, you know, envision the space and then actually carry it out and kind of arrange it to make sense. So, uh-huh. um, but like the barn door, I think we thought of that and got that from the eco store, mm-hmm. RIP, <laughs> it's no more, um, and painted that red. And yeah, we just keep adding little things here and there. It's kind of like... Um, what is that? The tortoise and the hare were kind of the tortoise. You know, we just yep. slowly make changes, and over time, it's really noticeable. But nice. yeah, just kind of going along. <laughs> Do you guys ever take your your show on the road? I know you you've been to um, down in the hay market for mm-hmm. uh, farmers markets and stuff like that. Yeah. Is there are there any other places you like to show up and promote the 
Coffee Roaster? I haven't recently. I did mm-hmm. do a pop-up right before Christmas at Power Cycle. Um, oh, cool. We kind of have awesome. a little partnership there. So, yeah, it was a very small market because their space isn't huge. But I'd like to do more of those small ones. And since we have a physical location, it's hard to be motivated sometimes to do those because yeah. I'm like, just go to the store. But I would uh-huh. like to do more of those for yeah. sure. Well, it's, it is nice, too, speaking on that, to get people into your space mm-hmm. so they get to, you know, maybe they get to talk to you a little bit more and they get to see what you're right. all about. Yeah. You know, check your... And there's so much more in the store. Like, we have so many different types of coffee and tea. We have, like, over 30 teas. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. And chocolate from Lulubi Chocolates. So uh-huh. She would be a good person to have on, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, yeah. Talk to, to talk to her. Where, where is she based out of, by the way? Um, she works out of a Lincoln? commercial kitchen. So, okay, cool. yeah, just sells at different shops. And, mm. yeah. She makes toffee as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's I remember really good. I tried some of the toffee. Can't make it home toffee is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, you eat the whole thing. You touched on the teas as well. Mm-hmm. What sorts of teas do you guys provide? We have all sorts of teas. Um, the tea company we use is really known for their chai, so that's okay. really good. They have a concentrate, but also like the loose leaf tea too. Um, awesome. So there's, oh, um, Insomniac Dream is a good one. That's an herbal uh-huh. tea. It's like a sleepy time. It has like catnip in it and lemongrass. Speaking of the cats, I'm surprised they haven't. Oh yeah, come down where here. have the cats been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Usually they show up at yes. some point. Yes. I think I think we've only had one podcast where they they didn't show up. Yeah. Do you have a call for the cats? Like if if you say something. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. <laughs> here they come. Carmichael. Yeah. Carmichael. Get ready. Come here. Kitties. We'll see. I don't know. Sometimes he, he's like a little dog, but. I love I love the cats being um, co-hosts. Yes, yes. They're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh, nice there he is. There's Carmichael. Wrong lap. Hi. Oh, Hi, wow. Carmichael. For those there of you just listening, um, Carmichael the cat just jumped onto my lap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Some people just. Yep, yeah, just listen. Yeah. I like his tiger tail. Yes. That's awesome. Do you it's have any um, um, Do you have any stories from when you guys first opened? Do you, maybe any oh, mishaps Miss- with, oh, with yes. first roasting? Oh, I uh-huh. just thought of this. Um, Vince will appreciate this. Uh-huh. This was like last year. Um, he went back to roast some coffee, and he noticed the scale was not teared to zero. And usually that wouldn't really mean much, but he looked in the bucket and there was a bat in there. What? <laughs> yeah, it was so scary. How did the bat end up getting in there? I have no idea, but it was kind of a spectacle to get him out of there and oh my you know, not make a big scene about it. Luckily, I don't think any customers came in. Oh, we also had yes. a fire one time. That was another exciting thing. Oh my gosh, what happened there? Um, if you let the beans stop lofting in mm-hmm. the roaster, they will catch fire, basically. And um, oh, right. we dumped the flaming beans... Or smoldering beans into the cooling bin, and that just like sucks air out. So it was basically like, like um, puffing on a cigar or something, you know. Yeah, it just ignited air it. Into so, the fire. so I had to call nine one one, and it was all the, oh, wow. a big deal. And did you save those beans at all? Did you make a? Did you sell those beans? Extra, no, extra. <laughs> they roasted. were like carbon, basically. Yeah, basically nothing. Yeah, ash. Ash. Yes, it's our new blend. Yeah, ash the, ash, the ash blend. <laughs> Grind it and it just disintegrates. Dead ash blend. Dead <laughs> ash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, those are some mishaps mm-hmm. that were, you know, one was kind of scary. The bat was kind of funny. We have one uh-huh. little security camera, so I, like, rewinded it because Vince's reaction was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, like, my gosh, there's a bat in the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that had to be startling. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. Bats scare the crap out of me, so that would, oh, yeah. that would freak me out. Yeah, I have no idea how it got in there. But. Your roaster, the roaster that sits in there now is not your original air roaster, right? Right. Yes, we had that Civets roaster that my dad started with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mike Sivitz passed away, I don't know how long, maybe five to ten years ago, um, and his family didn't continue, so we had no way to get parts very easily, mm-hmm. so we switched to an Ashy Roaster, A-S-H-E. Um, Hi, bud. Um, <laughs> there's a cat on my lap. It's kind of like, yeah, for the listeners. <laughs> for the listeners. Um, so we switched to that, and it's nice. It has an interchangeable roast chamber, so mm-hmm. there's like a... An 8-pound, 10-pound, or 8, 15, and 22, so we're on the middle one right now. So it's nice to be able to, like, expand from there. But Very cool. Yeah. It sounds like you've had some help along the way with roasting and, and, and things like that. Who in town has, has helped you with your coffee expeditions? The coffee expeditions. <laughs> well, roasting's Adventures. kind of been, like, forging our own path since we're the only air roaster, but... Uh-huh. Um, John Ferguson's really helped us. He's taught some of our barista training classes that we've had through SCC. That's another thing we've done, too. There's so many things. I just keep forgetting about oh, nice. them. There's um, a lot to talk about. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. done barista training and then just, like, coffee, like, seed to cup and cupping classes. Mm-hmm. So he's been helpful. It's a nice resource to have here in Lincoln. Oh, my gosh. How often do you guys have classes like that, cupping classes? Because I'd, I'd love to come to something like that. Yeah. Learn more about what what flavors come from coffee? Yes. Um, we've been doing that quarterly, but we might kind of revamp that and do it, you know, kind of an as, as needed basis when people seem interested, like put it out on social media and see if people are interested in taking class and mm-hmm. we'll create one. So there, I, yeah. I would love that. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, I think a lot of people don't realize all the flavors that can mm-hmm. come from coffee Yeah. because you guys have shown me you know, you'll put the three bean in the three bean Indio in front of me, and I'll go, "Oh my gosh, that's nice and roasty." You know, there's a, I like that word, roasty. Roasty, yeah, <laughs> nice and roasty. You know, there's some chocolatey flavors in there. And then you'll set something down in front of me, like, "Ooh, nice." Um, like that's the one. is it the Ethiopian? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's really fruity, fruity almost mm-hmm. has a berry note to it. Yes, yeah, and it's it's insane drinking them side by side. Yeah, and you would you would never know that unless you did that. Unless you drank them right, side by yeah, side. Right, yeah, or even smelled them. Some of them are so pungent. You can mm-hmm. yeah. tell it without tasting it. But, um, yeah, that's the Ethiopia is a natural process. So that mm-hmm. means that when they're drying the beans, they leave them in the cherry. Because coffee is actually like a fruit, a cherry, you know. Oh, wow. It's part of the food groups or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, they let it dry in there. So it kind of absorbs those berry tastes and notes. So that's uh-huh. kind of why you get those fruity Very notes. Cool. Yeah. Have you ever tried coffee just raw? Like yes. With the berry? Yes. I went to Columbia with a friend and did a little coffee tour. And yeah, I oh, wow. ate one. It was kind of bitter. I bet <laughs> but, you, you learned a lot about coffee down there. Yes. Yeah. Oh my was, gosh. Except it was all in Spanish. So I picked up as much as I could. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cafe. Yes. Very cool. Yes. That is radical. <laughs> if you had, If you had to pick one coffee right now... To have in your cup, which coffee are you drinking? I think the El Salvador actually. El Salvador, yeah, while it lasts, but then Brazil is always my like go-to. So, uh-huh. But El Salvador right now. <laughs> the Brazil is really nice too. This <laughs> tail. Speaking of going back to people helping you out, mm-hmm. uh, the coffee community here in Lincoln is kind of cool. There's multiple roasters. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, you guys, the mill, correct? Mm-hmm. And then does Cultiva, Cultiva yeah. roast their own? Are you guys ever in communication with each other, um, trying to learn from each other, um, things like that? I would say we talk most with Nate at Canyon Roaster, Canyon Coffee Roasters up the nice. street. They're like two blocks away. So a lot of times our 
our shipper mixes up our orders sometimes. Yep. So, but he's really nice. We went, we were in high school the same year and went to student council camp together. So very cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the other ones, I I don't really know them. So, uh-huh. but Lincoln's big enough to have multiple roasters, and I would like to, you know, collaborate a little bit more. Oh yeah, it's just like so in, in the beer industry. Um, I've worked in the beer industry, and I've also I, I work for a brewery here in town. But come to find out, the community here. Um, is really tight knit the beer mm-hmm. community breweries you know if if a brewery runs out of a certain grain or a certain hop they just call up another brewery say hey do you do you have this stuff in hand and and usually that brewery will say yeah come on come, yeah. on, come over and get it yeah they, that's great they swap stuff and and things like that so that's they're always trying with, to better, yeah for sure that's themselves. good um that's happened with nate and us before i think we like ran out of bags a long time ago like you know the mm-hmm. one pound bags and like we need help. Yeah, <laughs> like, but buy yeah. these from you. So that's, yeah, it's it's been a good mm-hmm. relationship with him at least. So. It's it's great. It's great to have that. You know, yeah. someone to lean on. Yeah. So you, you don't feel like you're all alone in mm-hmm. the <laughs> in the community. And we've talked about going in on like more expensive bags of coffee. Like if we wanted to get a Kona or something, like maybe we would split the cost so it's not so much upfront, and then yep, we both get the benefit of it. Nice. Very yeah. cool. We'll talk about Crescent Moon and destinations and whatnot. Where. Where can you find your coffee? So I know at the coffee roaster, you guys are just basically a wholesaler. Yep. You sell mm-hmm. beans. You, you, there are a little tasters you can get. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where in town can people go drink your coffee? Yes. Um, Crescent Moon. Uh-huh. We've, they've probably been our wholesale clients the longest. Um, awesome. I love Crescent Moon. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Destinations Coffee Shop, mm-hmm. um, Rabbit Hole Bakery, High Society Cheesecake, The Donut Hole. I know I'm missing one. There's a couple small towns that use our coffee um, in Syracuse. I think it's uh-huh. Kleinstadt Coffee. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Totally mispronouncing <laughs> like that, that but they're pretty new. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. Um, I almost called you Vince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. Sam, thanks for uh, sitting down with me. We were, we're coming to the end here. Um, is there anything you would like to plug before the podcast ends? I don't think so. Just come in and try our coffee sometime. Right on. guys. You and can, listen to this podcast. Yeah, and listen to this podcast. Guys, you can check out... Oh, serenade us on the way out, please. You can catch uh, the guys at the Coffee Roaster at 5022 Old Cheney Road. You can also find them on all social media platforms. Look for them on Facebook, Instagram. Do you guys have a Twitter as well? Eh. <laughs> yeah, just so-so. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, check these guys out. Support them. They make amazing an amazing product. And they're great people, too. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Thanks for, for being on. on. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Cheers.